Welcome back to Retail Therapy on the Sunday Scaries podcast feed. My name is Will DeFreeze, my loyal co-host, Barrett Dudley, right next to me. Barrett, how's it going today? Oh, man, it's going all right. Um, you know, I just, just popped into the stew and was excited to see that we had, had mind-melded on the uh, on the wardrobe choice today. Yes, we did. We, um, we both came in with similar vibes today, and I'm, I'm a big fan of it, actually. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, uh, it's Grateful Dead tie-dye day mm-hmm. you've got a you've got a new john here that that you're gonna have to tell me a little bit about and i'm wearing a um a howler brothers tie-dye t-shirt that is from a collection inspired by the grateful dead you know we call it skulls and begonias we've done it two times and and it's one of my one of my favorite tees so you know we're just we're on we're on that we're on that same wavelength today it's which almost, it's almost like the vibe shifted when i was getting dressed this morning. Uh, yeah it must have it's just crazy how that happens yeah yeah, yeah I, I'm excited to get my shirt, uh, which is a brand new tie-dyed shirt, to the level of your shirt, which is a little more faded, a little yeah, more natural yeah. looking. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you have to get the first wear out somewhere. And I thought I'd introduce this shirt to the world on retail therapy. I, I think that's a, that's a smart choice. Um, now, tell me, tell me a little bit about where this was purchased. I know you, were, you, you went to a, to a Dead & Co. show in yes. Los Angeles. But was this from like, you know, like like bootlegger outside the stadium or was this from the merch tent? So I do have bad news. Uh, a lot of people who reached out to me regarding the concert said that I needed to go to Shakedown Street, which is usually set up in an area of the parking lot where they have okay. a lot of vendors that are selling their products, things like that. Unfortunately, due to our schedule, uh, it, we did not end up making it there. Okay. We probably could have made it happen, but just based on how things were going and there were some lines forming, we really decided that it was best to just get inside. And so we actually went straight to the merch, uh, little merch area when we went right inside. There's mm-hmm. no line or anything. And uh, the, the stuff that they had inside was actually incredible. And so we didn't really feel too bad about ourselves. Yeah. I got a much more standard, uh, you know, tea from the summer tour. And I'm happy with it. It's going to withstand the test of time, I think. Whereas Sally went much more focused on the actual concert itself. They had a lot of custom merch that was made just for Dodger Stadium. Oh, okay, cool. One of the things that they had done was that they created a shirt that essentially looks like a skeleton version of Clayton Kershaw uh, <laughs> mid wind up on the mount. Okay. And she purchased that shirt, which I really appreciate. Yeah, that sounds kind of tight. Uh-huh. And then the, the only other thing that I got from the concert itself was I got a nice little pin that says Summer 22 and it had some roller skates on it as well as uh, the LA Dodgers, essentially the LA Dodgers logo. Did, did this convert you? Were you like... Were you like 75% of the way from just being like a total deadhead in the concert experience, like put you at 100? I mean, or did you go in at 100 and just like cemented it? I don't, I don't, I think I was going in in a way that was closer to 100, but not willing to admit it. (laughs) And uh, going to the actual concert, I'll say this. Uh, I have not been listening to anything on Spotify for the last uh, week and a half because I've mainly just been listening to noted uh, other subscription music service, Nugs.net, <laughs> that uh, uploads live concerts. And so wow. I'm worried that my wow. Spotify raft this year is going to be very front heavy with a lot of Taylor Swift from January. Yeah. 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 It, but overall, uh, it was a very good time. And I, I went in with a white tee instead of going with uh-huh. like the classic tie-dye for the, sure. the show. And I kind of considered that to be like, you know what? Take me away. I'm in my white T-shirt, mm-hmm. t- tie-dye me. Yeah, you're right. I yeah. wanted the people to ba- tie-dye Baptism me. by tie-dye. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And yeah. so now at the next show, I'll be able to wear tie-dye and feel good about it. But I figured going in with a blank slate was a good move for the first one. So, you, man, you are just – you're full jam banding if you are on nugs.net, which is something I've never heard of in my entire life, just like <laughs> streaming live concerts. And weirdly, <laughs> who would have thought that this would have happened? Uh, it doesn't It doesn't mesh well with the Apple AirPlay in my car. Yeah, that's shocking. Yeah, yeah shocking. It's weird. 
weird how the nugs.net app does not work seamlessly with the car. It works, but not seamlessly. I, I, I want to say that it probably works best with one of those like, you remember the things that were like tape players, but they had a, they had, it was a tape, but it had a wire coming out of it and you could pop the tape deck. You could pop the tape into the tape deck and the wire would come out. And you'd plug that into like an MP3 player or a phone or something. Barrett, my last, this? I used that in my last vehicle. <laughs> like I have since upgraded cars. I, I now drive a leased vehicle, which is yeah. new and uh-huh. has Bluetooth technology. Right. right. Uh, but my last car, I can confirm, I was using the tape deck with the cord with that the came cord. out. And yeah. honestly, it's the most flawless way to listen to music. That's in the, car. the preferred listening device of nugs.net i believe well something that's actually very on brand for retail therapy is uh have you have you seen wired it girls on instagram i i can't say that i have it's no. just it's just photos of uh what you would call an it girl you uh-huh. know the classic celebrities who you could consider to be it girls yeah wearing wired apple headphones instead of using airpods and they're just saying that you know it's it's cool to do the throwback vintage wired headphones it, is this okay now but question, are these just photos that predate AirPods or are these modern photos, like these are new photos where people are are purposely skipping the AirPods? I would say that it is a healthy mix of both. Okay. Uh, if there is a photo of someone that someone new who is, you know, wearing wired headphones, they will post that photo. It was recent that it, there was a photo posted recently of Justin Bieber who was sitting on, a, I think, a conference call or something in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And he was sitting there. I think it was it might have been at Nobu in L.A. or something. And he <laughs> ended up he ended up having wired headphones in. And it was like, this is perfect. This is great for them. Uh, yeah. Be careful with your scrolling bear. There's yeah, some inappropriate yeah, this stuff. Is, this, happening. this is uh, this is a spice, spicier account than I than I realized. But um you do you know what what I'm a little worried? I like this. I, I you know it's, I've already it's, liked that photo by the way, as you can see in the account, corner. But here's what I'm here's what the, there's some subtext here that I'm a little bit worried about. Have you come across the conspiracy theory that that your that AirPods are like 10x above like the normal amount of like Blu-ray radio waves? Oh, I believe it, and that they're apparently just like frying everybody's. I believe everybody's it. like you know lymphatic and nervous systems i would 100 percent believe that there, there there's I, I i somebody that i follow on instagram posted a reel <laughs> that was like airpods are killing all of us you shouldn't be using airpods and then of course you go on you google this and you start going down one of two wormholes the one where it's like this is a crock of shit or the one that's like yeah, could be pretty bad. Not sure why everybody is uh, is still wearing their AirPods. So, you know. What I know that, is that, that... that's. I feel like that's what's happening is I feel like some of these celebrities who have been known to like, you know, buy into some some conspiracy theories here and there. Do you think like one of the first... Th- like you're reading the bylaws of the Illuminati and it's like, by the way, <laughs> get rid of your AirPods. Uh, these are frying your brain and we need to stick around. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely possible. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I also think that like it doesn't really it doesn't really matter if you worry about that kind of stuff either way, because it's only getting worse. Like, that, right, I, right. It's not going to get better. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, we, you know, for, for our entire lives, we're going to have a giant, you know, radiating device in our pockets. So and and by our heads and like next to our beds and all of that. And it's like, you know, so 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 how much worse are the AirPods? Well, I mean, I, how much worse can they really be? For how long I've carried a phone in my pocket, I had severe concerns that I would have trouble, you know, having a child. Sure, and, sure. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. one for one. So, like, <laughs> I, my concerns completely went out the window. Like, I, I thought that was a legitimate concern of mine. Yeah, I was no, like, dude, I, I've had this yes. phone in my pocket for the last, how like, 15 years I plus. understand the fear. Sure. I'm sure. more worried about, like, how the BlackBerry treated me back in the day and stuff right, like that before right. they really honed in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 
We've got a loaded episode today, Barrett. Uh, sorry to anybody out there who's looking forward to a normal Sunday Scaries episode this week. Uh, if you're listening to this right now, I'm probably on a flight home from Washington, D.C. And the way that the schedule is panning out, I thought, you know what? I'm going to take the week off of doing a Scaries episode. It's kind of like a summer Friday of the Sunday Scaries podcast feed right now. So we're just doing a retail therapy. If you have any questions for us, as always, send us any topics, questions, anything you may have to uh, either of our personal accounts at Barrett Dudley, at Will DeFreeze, or you can send it into Sunday Scaries and I'll take a look. Uh, you can also check out the listener companions that I put up. We talk about a lot of links, a lot of articles on there. I like to put everything in one place for everybody. If you go over and go to willdefreeze.substack.com, I put everything right there. And you can also watch these episodes on YouTube at youtube.com slash washedmedia. But before we get into our first uh, segment here, let's talk about a sponsor that I've been very fond of as of late, especially given the fact that I've traveled out of the country over the last couple months and have had stuff that I've wanted to watch. Or conversely, I'm living in the country right now and I'm trying to watch stuff from the UK. I'm talking about Love Island, nice. which we <laughs> talked about heavily last episode. Of course, I'm talking about our friends over at NordVPN. Don't miss your favorite content from home when traveling abroad, or don't miss your favorite Love Island episodes before they drop on Hulu. It takes just a click. You open up the map, you click on a location, and you'll be connected in seconds. It's that easy, and you can watch anything from anywhere. A platform, if a platform's not even available in your country, all you have to do is simply change your virtual location. No more, no more bandwidth throttling. Based on traffic type, since NordVPN encrypts all traffic, your internet service provider can't slow down your streaming speed. Trust me, it is phenomenal and it works great. Grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash scaries and use code scaries to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan and free threat protection plus one additional month for free. It's completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Again, get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan and free threat protection plus one additional month for free by going to nordvpn.com slash scaries with code scaries. It's time, Barrett. This has been killing me. There's a lot of times when we will record an episode and, you know, we, we don't record too often. We're, we're mm-hmm. you know, twice a month. Sure. And something, something I see something right after we record and it just kills me that we couldn't have just rewound a little bit and just talked about it. Of course, I'm talking about caviar bumps. Ah. <laughs> bumps of caviar. Uh, before this episode, you were actually watching a video that I could hear. And I've not seen this video unless I just completely missed it on the article that I've attached. Well... You know, I like I like to when the when the when the Times posts some of these columns articles about the latest trends, uh, <laughs> they drop some links and and they also interview some people. And I feel like the people that they get, you know, to quotes from and and to to kind of help them elaborate on on whatever topic they're covering, you just they're worth exploring in and of themselves because <laughs> they say some things. And I mean, really, this whole this this article really, you know, maybe more than any other one that we've we've covered before, kind of makes me want to punch myself in the face a little bit, a um, <laughs> little bit. So I had to I had to see what Kristen Shirley, thirty seven, the founder of La Patiala, a luxury lifestyle website. Uh, I had to see what her what her blog, what her site was was uh, was all about. And so, as she was mentioned, and and her site was linked in this New York Times article. She's taking full advantage. The top, the top of her, you know, the hero on her site right now is how to do a caviar bump. There you go. And Just it's teaching that, the people. That, that's the video that I was watching where she, um, you know, illuminates the the plebs out here on on how exactly to to go about doing this. And and how does she describe doing a caviar bump? Well, 
First, let me just tell you, you need a mother of pearl spoon. Okay. Don't do not do not open up your kitchen drawer and get out some dinky metal silver teaspoon. I swear to God, if you do that, you're we're throwing you off the ship. You need a mother of pearl caviar spoon. So just go go online and get one of those before you even attempt this. Yeah. Because that, that was that was made very clear that the, it needs to be a mother of pearl spoon. Yes. You can go to uh, William Sonoma right now and you can yeah. get a set of four. You can get one for yourself, mm-hmm. have a backup, and then have two for the squad. Right. Uh, you can get those for about $30 <laughs> right now plus shipping and handling. Okay. So, so there you go. Yep. There you go. You're going to spoon the the caviar on to your hand in between your, your index and, and thumb finger. Where one does. And that, and your skin will gently warm the fish eggs. Okay. Okay. That's right. And then you lick it like you would salt from a sh- from a shot of tequila or, or a margarita, and you smash the eggs on the roof of your mouth to really acquire the full flavor profile. So you're not actually snorting this. You are not snorting caviar when when we talk about caviar bumps. But yes, uh, well, it says when Miss Shirley entertains her friends at her apartment in Soho. <laughs> <laughs> they drink champagne and do caviar bumps around the kitchen island. As one does, Will. As one does. When you entertain your friends in your apartment in Soho, you drink champagne and you do caviar bumps. Duh. Duh. That's just what you do. <laughs> it says as a self-proclaimed caviar connoisseur, she prefers the taste that way too. If you put caviar on blinis or chips or put chives or red onion on it, it amasses the flavor. Why are you eating something that costs $200 an ounce for it just to taste like a red onion? You know, I want to hate on this take, but I actually agree with this take, not in terms of caviar because I'm not a caviar connoisseur myself. I don't go to parties at Kitchen Islands where people are just doing caviar bombs. Yeah, yeah. I actually have this mentality when it comes to another creature of the sea, and I'm talking about lobster. Oh, okay. When I see people eating like – I think lobster is best enjoyed fresh, maybe with some butter. Definitely with some butter. That's what it, it kills me when I see people spending like – I'm not going to add the uh, specific restaurant in Austin, but there, you know, there might be some restaurants out there that serve seafood that might have like a $42 lobster roll there. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to pay that much money to have something yeah. completely bastardized by like mayonnaise and chives and like other stuff when like the good stuff is the meat itself. So maybe she has a point here when it comes to the caviar bumps that she is doing. Uh, another thing that's a lot a lot like this is is similar in vain is um, is oysters. Yeah, uh, when you eat oysters on the half shell, the the kind of the beginner way is like on a cracker. And you load it up with the cocktail sauce and horseradish and mignonette and lemon and all that. And it kind of like – it makes it you, – you, you lose the, the, the kind of – the idiosyncrasies and the unique flavor if you're really like spending a lot on oysters. And you know if you're just doing like Gulf oysters at Joe Schmo's like fish boat or whatever, like totally fine. But if you're spending five bucks on oyster and you're experimenting with, with different regions and California ones and Maine ones and yada yada, it's like – you want to taste a little bit more. You should just do it straight out of the shell. So can, similar thing there is. is, is can you so. can you Barrett tell the difference between oysters and where they're from? I've never had a palate that allows me to decipher these things, and so I've always just kind of been jealous of people who can actually taste the difference. No, I I, I wouldn't say that. I would say that like. <sighs> No, I, I don't want to gas myself up and say that I could do something that like – I'm not asking you to like – I'm not I'm, saying I'm going to make it do a blind taste yet. test. But yeah, I mean it, it stresses me out when people are like, well, I like – It's more I, like I know what I like. Like I like smaller ones with more – that are like brinier in flavor. Okay. But I can't – I can't be like, oh yeah, those you typically come from Delaware instead of – Oregon. I whatever. always just say like, oh yeah, I like the ones from Prince Edward Island just because it sounds classy, <laughs> even though it's like probably not. It's just probably yeah. another fishing town that like people just go, you know, get oysters from. Um, 
Jimmy Hahn here, also interviewed in this this article. <laughs> you have to Jimmy. You Hahn. have to interview Jimmy when you're talking. You got to gotta talk to Jimmy. He says he says he was at he was at Coachella, little restaurant pop up during his caviar bumps, and he said people used to get high off drugs. Now we're getting high off food. <laughs> <sighs> God damn it. We're not, though. We're not. I mean, unless you're actually eating edibles, I don't think we're getting high off of caviar. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just, you're just not. I mean, this even says that in, in the NoHo neighborhood of Manhattan, they have a place called Temple Bar has added caviar bumps to its menu when reopened last October. It's, quote, decadence on decadence, but not unapproachable, said, Sam, said our boy Sam. It's, high, it's a high load thing you see at restaurants right now. I just... Overall, I'm fine with this if people want to do it, but you have to acknowledge that if you're doing this, you're only doing it because you're trying to show people that you're doing something a little provocative with something luxurious. I'm never going to shame anybody if they're on their Instagram story putting up, you know, Night Lux photos of them doing caviar bumps. If anything, I'm going to be like, that looks awesome. You guys are having a lot of fun. I want to do that. But I'm also, I, I also know that if I walked into a party and people are doing this, I'm like, okay, I'm definitely walking into a group of people that I can really identify what they're all about very quickly. Yes. And, and, and I'm with you. Like, like it's really, uh, we sit here and we talk about a lot of kind of, you know, bougie bullshit trends that, that people can eye roll at. It's really like this article more than any others. And I think it really boils down to all the quotes they got from the people they interviewed. Yeah. But like there are just so many phrases and sentences in here that that make this seem like such an affectation <laughs> instead of like an actual thing like, hey, martinis are hot. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we like, know martinis are good and we're, it's, yeah, it doesn't yes. really matter. Like that's, a, that's just a throwaway column for the New York Times at this point. Just saying like this is the drink of the summer. Like that's just a throwaway for them. But we've got Josh Bloom, a private chef in Miami who regularly hosts dinner parties for celebrities. And he said that caviar bumps offer a fun way to break the ice. Quote, at Formula One this year, I gave one to Diplo. <laughs> like that is a that is not a real quote. Uh, yeah, at Formula One. And I, I got to go back to our to our girl Kristen here, too, because the, the quote that introduces her is, is this one. A watch collector came up to me yesterday at Freeze and said she saw a video of me doing one on Instagram and she wanted to try. <laughs> A watch collector? You couldn't have just been like an acquaintance, a friend? It, no, a watch collector. No, it's a, he's a, he collects watches. Uh, the, the, the place that this sounded best, the place where they describe where this sounded coolest to me, is at a spot called Tokyo Record Bar, which is a 12-seat izakaya. So it's like a little Japanese bar slash Kind hangout. of a, an Otoko-style place a little bit? Probably, yeah, but probably not as like as more, more like the More like water trade, the little bar yeah, that's yeah. like that's that we got to go to water trade sometime that go, that's in front of otoko um but it's not on the menu and you get a caviar bump and sake for 20 bucks so it's a little bit you get the drink aspect of it too and I like it's a that. little that I sounded like kind of cool i like that um, would, would you rather little, would you rather do a pill in Ibiza with uh <laughs> just show avici that you're cool or would you rather do a, a caviar <laughs> bump at formula one with diplo <laughs> <laughs> i'd rather do a pill in Ibiza. yeah i think so too yeah. i think so too i think that'd yeah. be more fun but um, yeah, I, th- this also it all sounds very New York. I'm not sure if this has made its way down to to old Austin, Texas yet. But but it's I'm sure McGuire Mormon will will splash it on a menu within the next three months. Yeah, they'll have a caviar bar coming soon. Yeah, yeah, at, at Clark's or something like that. Yeah, it'll know? it'll be called something. Like, it, there's probably gonna be a row pun somewhere in there. Who knows? I don't know. I, and I'll probably go there, and I'll probably spend way too much money <laughs> on doing caviar bumps with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to be like, Will, you're doing way too many caviar bumps these days. You're obsessed. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, I kind of am. Sorry. Um, 
Do you have any closing thoughts on caviar bumps, or have we exhausted this? I, I think we've exhausted. Okay. I, I just hope that none of these people end up in uh, in rehab. I mean, that'd be tough. Yeah, what are you in for? <laughs> oh, man. I've been, I'm addicted to $200 an ounce caviar. It's been really tough. Yeah. Um, I saw something on Instagram yesterday. It is uh, a collaboration that I am I, – I don't, I don't know how to feel about it. It just seems a little ridiculous to me. But it is uh, a Dior collaboration with – I don't even know who they're doing it with. But they have officially made a Dior gardening kit. I, th- this came across my feed as well. And I actually meant to – I saw it in the first – you're the first person I thought of. I was like, oh, I got to send this to Will. Um, it wasn't even like – there was no lapse in time between when I saw the post and when I went on my phone in the Docs app and immediately just yeah. put it in the app. I was like, yeah, I, this just needs to be there at this point. Um, the, the kit was designed by uh, Mr. Kim Jones as an ode to Christian Dior's love of flowers and gardens. It's a foldable seat that features a nod to Dior's classic saddlebag and is also included along with a handrake and spade, both of which come from Palladium hardware. That doesn't mean anything to me. Uh, The set retails for a casual $9,300 and can be purchased in store by requesting it using the online form. So you have to go online, you have to fill out your form for your, you know, $9,300 Dior gardening kit, and then you roll into the store and I guess you can actually just get one. So you don't need to actually you don't need to buy a bunch of other gardening kits that you didn't love before you work your way up to this one. <laughs> do I, so okay, wait. Say that again. How how do you acquire one of these? You you download their online form, which I oh. think we should fill out. Yeah. Just just because. And and then you you get approved and then you can go pick yours up in the store. So I assume that they they ship it from somewhere to the store and then you just get to go enjoy it. All right. So here's here's a question for you on this. Is, is this art? Or is anybody actually using this for gardening? Here's my here's the here's the issue that I have. Or here's the question that I have for your question. <laughs> Where do you display this if it is art? Yeah, like I don't you know. can't put it outside because it'll be in the sun. And you don't like want to put your like nitrogen. a sunroom. Maybe like if you have like a covered like a enclosed patio type situation. Maybe do you have a green thumb? No, 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 absolutely not. I I also have like the, the I have the opposite of a green thumb. I I can't keep plants alive. I've been a little better as of late because I've been putting a little more effort into it. But I just think about my dad seeing this. My dad loves gardening. He loves spending his summers in the garden. He's very good at it. Uh, he I've always thought that he could probably he could probably could have made a very long uh, good career doing it. But I just think of him, you know, seeing this and just I just imagine him just absolutely hating everything about it. Well, they they even went with white leather. Maybe there's some other color options, but white just seems like a really like a poor choice for something that you're gonna like sweat and get soil all over. And oh stuff. yeah, I mean if they get me if they get you like a you know if if I get like a green or tan version, then I, I think I might actually have to fill out that online form. Then and you're through. then you're starting to kind of like buy in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we've taken collaborations too far, and I, I maybe we should have seen this coming. Um, I have. I, I, I'm going to reference a, a brand that we reference every episode. We have our quote we have, that we, we have we, to hit. Yeah, yeah we got uh, I think checklist. it was last summer, maybe. No, it, it was a while ago that they did this. I don't remember when. But uh, ALD released their gardening stuff with New Balance, which was something right. that I did not see happening. And they released, uh, they, they even released their gardening gloves, which no, absolutely nobody on planet Earth, nobody on planet Earth needs New Balance ALD <laughs> gardening gloves. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you you might you might need them. You 
You I just, just feel like I feel like you're getting the same gardening glove. You just go to I don't know, just go to the hardware store, to the down local the nursery. Yeah, and they were they were the exact same gloves that you can pick up at your local nursery, just with a with a screen print and on them. Part of me is upset that they even did that because like that seems like something I feel like Sunday Scaries or retail therapy. We could put our name on and we could sell some something like gloves. that because people would be like, "That's ridiculous," but I I, I kind of get it because like you know we we talk about random shit on here. Yeah. Um, did you? Happened to see uh, Dior's collaboration with Birkenstock also dropped. No, but my fingers cannot Google this fast enough. Now, th- these are on a little bit different. Of the, now, I, I just wanted to bring them up because we're because we're talking Dior as well. But but these were were pretty legitimately awesome um, from a from a style and design standpoint. They were also absurdly expensive and sold out immediately. I think they retailed for around eleven hundred dollars or so, and people promptly. Are trying to flip them for four and five thousand dollars, but very cool. But a pretty sweet use of like the 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 Dior buckles that are have become kind of a Kim Jones signature, and then just like the usual Boston silhouette, but like added a strap on the back. So if, I hate that these are so sweet. If you're really living in that Dior world, you you obviously are gardening in these Birkenstocks. You have to a lot of lot of I think a lot of gardeners probably probably have a pair of Burks that they that they trusty Burks that they. They swear by. I would say I think yeah. that you know I think that's, that's a fair there's assumption. A, I think they go hand in on hand. That Venn diagram. Yeah, for sure. So I, they, you know, in a way, Dior is just con- is is continuing their 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 gardening theme here. They're just making sure that you can get all your entire kit, all of your gear, from Dior. Just imagine spending you know the eleven hundred dollars on the Dior Birkenstocks, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. your your classic ten thousand dollars on the gardening set, and just being like, all right, let's go get let's go get our hands. Let's dirty. get our, yeah. Let's yeah. plant some bulbs for next spring. <laughs> like I, I don't I don't understand why why we need to do this, and I I don't enjoy how much I'm enjoying the photos of these uh, Birkenstocks from Dior though. Yeah, it's it's kind of a, it's it's unfortunate. I wish they weren't so appealing. Did I happen to see something the other day from you? Did you recently get some clogs? I did, yeah, yeah. I did the the. I was going to save that for for our wish list updates, but oh. my my wish list update became an imminent cop. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. as it does, as, as it does. does. We'll wait. Well, I'll hold off on that. As <laughs> I, I got very excited when I saw you drop a pick with some clogs in it because I know that is something that we had previously discussed. So yeah. I, I will give that to you. Yeah. So I do think that there's there's an opportunity for us. I was trying to Google gardening aesthetics earlier, and nothing really came up. And so I was thinking, if we want to try to commandeer that, I don't think we're we are the people based on how bad we are at gardening or the lack of gardening that we actually do. But I do think that there's an opportunity there for somebody in the garden world to really come up with something that's like garden locks or something. Yeah. So, um, you, you know, you made a good point about the gardening that I just wanted to reiterate quickly. It really is, you know, it's gardening. I think gardening is not easy is the thing. Yeah. It really takes a lot of time and effort and like focus and like tending your plants and like figuring out what works. So if you actually, I don't think it's necessarily that's something that's super difficult, but it requires a lot of patience and learning and time and effort, just like becoming good at most hobbies does. And it's just, it's something that I want to be like, you plant something, you water it and that's, and that's it. You know what yes. I mean? And then, and then suddenly you have like beautiful flowers and, and plants in your yard, but it's, that's definitely not the way it goes. It's it's far more difficult than that. The New York Times actually had an article recently about how, you know, people are venturing away from lawns and how more people are doing, you know, like, you know, I don't I, I don't know what you would call it. What whatever. Like it's hardscaping or zero scaping. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and that's something that I could see myself getting into. Like growing up, I remember in the house that I was 
that I grew up in for the first however 10, 12 years of my life, we had like ivy growing up the side of the house. And I told Sally, like, I need some ivy on the on the on the crib once we actually establish, you know, where we live. I, I like that kind of thing. I just worry that my my affinity for flowers isn't there. I'm just not I'm yeah. not a flower guy. I'm not very good at it. Um so I I, I not, I'm not sure that there is an aesthetic to describe it, but I, I did want to pull up. This is actually an article that I've had in my tabs as, <laughs> as, as I am a tab boy, as previously discussed. You, if you can see, on can people see your screen right yeah, now? Yeah, they can probably on, you, on this podcast. And this is just one of my windows. This is one of my windows. It's so stressful. Like <laughs> I get worried when people are looking at my screen that they're going to see a tab that I have open. It doesn't even matter for you because you have so many tabs yeah, open you, that yeah. you can barely even tell what icon is supposed to be in the corner of the tab. That's true. You can see like some social media. You can see some Google Docs or Saksmith Avenue. And then obviously like I'm searching for Airbnbs somewhere. You know, everybody's got their Amazon tab open. This is one that I've had open for a really long time. I don't know why I haven't closed this one out even. I, I think I was making sure that I read this whole thing. But this is from October 2020. It's another New York Times article. It was called Less Posing, More Pruning, Stylish Gardening Clothes Arrive. And it was basically, it, it, it was this this wave did have like a little bit of a, of a surge towards the beginning of the pandemic. I guess that where, makes sense, yeah. Where, um, you know, everybody was like, Bacon bread or gardening or like finding those types of hobbies that that we could still safely do in that first year and and there was a lot of this you know and there there are some really cool stores that's uh, that specialize in in this exact thing I think Cactus Store I believe they're out of L A it's it's uh it's one of the ones that um that did some stuff like the gardening ghee here's the gardening ghee which is like kind of sweet you know yeah i'm looking at it now it essentially says it's like the gardening version of the martial arts outfit and like if if i'm being honest i kind of want i kind of want one of these just to hang out in right and 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 i'm i'm uh i'm scrolling through their their stuff right now and they've they're like they're merged out baby how about these orange zip off gardening like carhartt style trousers man i think we're are we about to see a world where zip offs are back i think that is yes yes uh, I've answer, seen yes. I've seen one specific person uh, write about the the this, and I, I've thought to myself like, you know what, I could see this making a comeback. Like Gorbcore has always already been a thing for so long, but I feel like we I feel like people are still hesitant to zip off the bottoms of their pants. That's this is definitely making a comeback at some point. Yeah, I, I think that that as as the as we see like an evolution of all the Gorb stuff, we're you know no no stone will be left unturned, and yeah, we've already seen some zip off stuff. Ame has done one. Outdoor Voices has done a bunch of zip-off pants, and so I, I, I'm pretty sure it's something that you'll you'll see some Gucci zip-offs here before long. Probably is the is the uh, and then you and then we'll start looking for the cheaper ones, and right? Then, then suddenly right. we're just part of the zeitgeist again. Yeah, that's just how it goes. So, but uh, but yeah, I don't know where this where this falls into aesthetic wise the gardening thing. You you do a lot of the, you do a lot of cooking. Yeah, I know this. Do you have an apron? I, I don't, and and. Uh, I've talked about the need for one. Um, I believe when last year for my birthday, one was given to me for my birthday. It was not uh, to to my quite like. I, I, Did it I'm, say kiss, some, smooch the chef? On no, it? no, it wasn't that. It was like you know, it's this is of course something that I'm going to be like stupidly specific about. Like even you know what I mean? Exactly. This is I think that might be a good that might be a good just you know motto for the podcast for retail therapy in general <laughs> stupidly specific because like even though i have no business being specific about an apron that i would wear for my really mediocre meals that i make 
I do want a good-looking apron that I'm hoping will propel me into being a super chef like Bobby Flay. Honestly, if it had been like a a kitschier, like kiss the chef one, I probably would have just kept it as like, you know, my 4th of July apron or Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. But it was, but but it was, you know, I was looking for something kind of cool, and I was I was at a a, a party a few weeks ago, and the the host was doing his first ever uh, brisket. Okay. So we, like the whole Shabbat, he was like up at two a.m. to yep. put it on, and then stayed up the whole night tending and like doing the whole thing. And when when we arrived, he was wearing like this like kind of beat to shit black heavy <sighs> canvas apron. <sighs> and I was it. like, yeah, I I, I need an apron because mm-hmm. that that. It, it was just like a, you know, uh, this guy's for real. I this feel like if I put doing. on an apron in, in, in my kitchen before I made something, it would make me feel like I had a higher responsibility to make <laughs> sure that I'm making the best possible, you know, yeah. meal kit that I can make. Chef core. Chef core. That, Chef core. That's, Chef core is an opportunity. We could, we, could, we could lead the charge on, I think. <sighs> should we delete this part? <laughs> Maybe we should delete this. Because, yeah, Chef core, had, that has, that's got a space for us. I think so. I'm scared of chefs, though, so that might not go well. They can be intimidating people. They can. Don't mess around. Before we get to our next segment, let's hear from our friends over at Bruch. Despite the recommendation from dental professionals to do it twice per day, two minutes per day, 30% of millennials admit that they only do it once. And this is disgusting. Some, some even admit to skipping for days at a time when it comes to brushing their teeth. But Bruch is an electric Who? toothbrush that will change the way that you think about brushing your teeth. Who's not brushing? Who's who's skipping days of brushing? You can't skip days, guys. It's madness. You can't skip days. With the powerful sonic technology and ultra-dental bristles, the Bruce redefines what it means to have super clean teeth. It's like that feeling when you just leave the dentist, a fresh, whole mouth clean every single day. They even have the Bruce kit. It's got a Bruce electric toothbrush, three brush heads, a magnetic charging station, and a sleek travel case. You and I have both get, both gotten some brushes in the mail, and I have to say, I get I have a little excitement when I get to go brush my teeth now. Uh, I use my brush, my bru- <laughs> my Bruce brush. Yes, I use it uh, at, at twice a day. It, and I, I was just on a vacation. I, I I used the travel kit. I even had had the charger with me just in case because you don't want to you don't want to run, risk running out of battery. But I mean, th- that's the it, thing. It's got a four week battery yeah, life. No, I didn't need to charge it. But I was just you know I got to be you got to be sure. For me, the worry is when you you have it in your car- you have it in the bag and you don't know if it just accidentally gets turned on and then suddenly you show up and you got a dead you know, right. buzzer right. or whatever. But nice little easy to travel with the 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 uh, the, the charging station as well. It's probably actually about time for me to 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 get on and and um get some replacement heads going. You got to do that. I mean, this uh, the, these these things have it all. Sonic technology. They got forty two thousand brush strokes per minute. That's three hundred brush strokes, or which is I'm not even going to do this. I, I can't even I can't even describe <laughs> it. Sorry, lots it, of brush strokes. Yes, a lot of brush strokes. <laughs> Four week battery life. Six cleaning modes, which are really easy to switch between, and you can definitely tell the difference between them. Whether you're looking for some whitening, you're looking to brush your tongue, or whether you have gentle, you need gentle for your gums. They have it all. Uh, I have very specific needs when it comes to brushing my teeth, and so I love it. They even have the two minute uh, timer with the quad pacer, so you you know most people only brush 45 seconds. This tells you when you should do it, and they have a subscription plan. Purchase Bruch, and every six months, they'll ship you a three-pack of replacement brush heads to your door, and changing your brush head is easy is easy to forget, so they'll remind you with a message. It's, you know, only $18 US. Go make it happen. It's pretty good. Just, just trust me on this. And they even have a 90-day return policy. Get 20% off when you pick your Bruch brush kit and plan when you go to bruch.com slash scaries. That's B-R-U-U-S-H dot com slash scaries. Again, that's 20% off when you go to bruce.com slash scaries. Baird, I got to talk to you about totes real quick. 
Let's tote it up. I'm actually surprised that it took us this many episodes to just talk totes in general, mm-hmm. unless I've just completely forgotten something. But totes are something that you're a tote boy. Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm a tote. I'm a tote boy. I bring my tote literally everywhere with That's me. That's my point. my daily carry right now is is a is a tote is a canvas tote bag. Do you mind if I ask what tote you're you're rocking right now? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's get, shocker here. It's an Ame Leondor tote yeah, from the Cafe Leondor drop from a year ago or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's 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 a uh, it's a good shape. I like the shape because it's it's wide. You know, it's not like the it's not like the standard kind of like you leave a, a shopping place and they give you the kind of like very narrow, narrow, narrow one that's like very tall. Like need, for for work and carrying around a lot of stuff, you need like a wider one that's easy to drop stuff into. Like perhaps we're talking about like what you would get if you bought some high end athleisure yeah. somewhere in Austin, Texas. Correct. Okay, yes. I know exactly yeah, what yeah, to- yeah, you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's got it's got a deeper it's it's got a wider bottom. The whole thing is wider. And um, it's just like a burlier canvas that that can kind of take a beating. I feel like we're entering the peak of tote season because, well, as we said, you and I are already tote boys. But when it comes to totes, there's no better time than summer to actually have your tote and just go crazy with it. You can bring it to the beach. You can bring it to the farmer's market. You should be bringing it to the grocery store, even though I forget mine pretty much every time I go. And it kills me when I get get out of my car, look at the grocery store and think to myself, yep, I forgot my uh, reusable bag yep. for the hundredth time in a row. Going to use six more paper bags today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, because you got a double bag got at a Central Market because they're going to – I, I had someone say to me the other day, like, you probably don't need to double bag that. And I was like, well, last time I thought that it, the thing broke and it fell in the parking lot and I looked like an idiot. So <laughs> I don't I don't feel like dealing with that. I was very scared leaving the grocery store the other day because I didn't want to use an extra bag. And so I volunteered to carry the watermelon out myself. Oh. And so I had I had my grocery bag in one hand and the watermelon I was just carrying like a like a shot put in the other hand. And I like I had a vision of just dropping the watermelon, just having it, you know, explode on the ground in front of me. And it was pretty nerve wracking. I'm not going to expose <laughs> the person that did this. But uh, last summer, Sally and I were going to the grocery store. We we're going to get some stuff that we could use to grill out, do whatever. And uh, we asked somebody, hey, do you guys need anything from the grocery store? We're headed there right now. And usually that's an empty offer for me. Not usually. It's always an empty offer for me. I never <laughs> want to get something for somebody else at the grocery store. It just sounds annoying. <laughs> and the person responded and they said, yeah, actually – can you get me a watermelon? <laughs> and I was like, that is the single most inconvenient thing that you could have asked for. It's like, sure. Instead of just having one single bag of hot dogs and buns that I'll walk out with, I will get you a giant ass watermelon that I will probably drop in the parking lot because I, I'm, you're volunteering. What if I say, can you get me some Russian beluga caviar and four mother of pearl uh, spoons? I will ask for your credit card and I will say that I will Venmo you for the groceries, not the other way around. Oh. <sighs> Well, I don't know. As long as it fits in the tote bag, it doesn't really matter. But Barrett, you were just on vacation. Yeah, yeah, I was. Did you bring your tote on vacation? I did. So I've got you. You mentioned a beach bag, and so I have a separate tote that's even larger. That's my that's my beach bag. I've gotten so particular about my current tote, another ALD purchase, yep. uh, that I refuse to let my tote be used for anything except for me traveling or me working. Yeah. And Sally I, and has tried to ask me for it numerous times. She ruined my last nice tote that I bought. Had a nice zipper that you could, you know, close yeah. it with. It made it much easier to, you know, throw in a conveyor or whatever, the security at TSA. Oh, yeah, yeah. When she ruined that one, I said, no, you're never using my nice totes ever again. Yeah, and, and I, there should be, I think, a little bit of separation of, of church and state here between <laughs> between your beach tote and your work tote. Because yes. 
look, you, you're never going to get the sand out of the beach tote. It's mm-hmm. the thing. There's always going to be some some micro granules stuck in there. It's also just nice to have a separate tote with the beach that you know, hey, there's probably a mostly empty spray bottle of SPF 50 in there. But, I'm, yeah. but I know that it's there. So no one can yell at me if I don't bring any, any SPF to the pool. That, yeah, that's right. Uh, the easiest, easiest go-to if you need something for like pool beach is just the L.O. Bean Boat and Tote. If you're just like, I got to have something right now. What is it? I don't want to do a bunch of shopping. It's the boat and tote from mm-hmm. from uh, from LL Bean. The the one that we have is kind of like a kind of a classic blue and white stripe. It's from a defunct brand called Shipley and Halmos, but I like it because it's very big, it's very deep, and then it's got a little top like a like a little separate pouch pocket at the top where you can like drop in lip balm, phone, keys, etc. Love that uh, near the top. But uh, but yeah, you got you got to have a tote for the beach and the pool. I. <sighs> I'm, I'm hesitant about bringing up what I want to bring up right now because I almost feel like this should happen behind the scenes. But the more I think about it, the more I think that we should just do this. <laughs> There's a new uh, Instagram. It's got 12,500 followers. It's uh, followed by – actually, I'm surprised Sally's not following it. She's the one that sent it to me. It's called Ironic Boat and Tote. Okay. It is a uh, – it's the unintended use of the LL Bean customization tool and it is the brainchild of Gracie Weiner. And this is just people who have gotten their L.L. Bean totes, but gotten them embroidered with something that is completely different. So some of the things that people have on here, someone just did STFU. Someone just did in the L.L. Bean font Prada. Um, there's one that simply says feral. Feral. It's feral girl summer. I, you know, we know that. I'm starting to think that we just need to have one that has a really generic font that just says retail therapy on it. Yeah. Because if I so. saw someone shopping on a Sunday afternoon with a tote, an LLB and tote bag that just simply said retail therapy, I'd be like, that person's about to have themselves a Sunday. Yeah. I might have to put this into motion. Okay. I've already got some sample totes sitting at the crib that I've gotten sent from a printer. So mm-hmm. now I'm like, okay, we might need to make some ironic totes. This is, uh, yeah, this is a great idea. <sighs> what's in what's in your What's in your tote bag right now? Um, so you want my, like my work tote or my beach tote? Uh, I want your work tote. Okay. I was going to ask beach tote originally, but now I'm more interested in your everyday carry and your, in your regular tote. I, I do have, I'm, I'm going to go to the beach tote too. Cause I got some plugs cause, cause, uh, did some, did, did some research. Oh, perfect. While, perfect. While, I'll take while, both while on vacation in my work tote, obviously laptop pens, paper, and then the, uh, the other thing that you'll find in there is pretty much every piece of mail from the last four and a half months that I've <laughs> that I have said to myself, I might need this at some point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I jam that in there. I jam that in there. I do the same thing for some <laughs> reason, but I do it with something that I'll never take out in public. And that is my I get I get two newspapers to my house a week. I get my hometown newspaper. Okay. And I get the Sunday New York Times. And I do that mainly for the Times magazine. I always throw the newspaper in my tote as if I'm going to be at a cafe and just whip out my newspaper. I have never I've, – I've recycled 100% of the ones that go into my tote. I might as well just recycle them right away. Do you, do you get to read a little – like a little bit from either of them? I mean I read them. Yeah, OK. Like I will read them. But the time that I spend reading them is usually at the counter. After I get them in the yeah, mail, I will yes. just lay it out on the counter, right. breeze through the stuff and do it. Not at like a perfect little cafe with like an espresso and, and your sunglasses and a exactly. doctored Instagram photo. Don't get yeah. me wrong. When we were on the plane home from the Dead & Company concert, there was a guy next to me across the aisle and he was reading a newspaper for the entirety of the flight. Mm-hmm. I was kind of jealous of him. <laughs> And I admired him because I was like, you know, this guy's great. He didn't have to worry about downloading any stuff to his iPad to watch. He doesn't need to worry about having, you know, downloaded a Spotify playlist. But at the same time, I was like, dude, the person next to you is like just 
getting hit with newspaper this entire time. They're going right. to kill you. It's they're 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 kind of bulky. Yeah, unwieldy. I, I like a nod to to the past of reading newspapers, but at yeah. the same time, I I don't like if if that guy had been twenty two doing that, I would have been like that person sucks. Yeah, they're doing yeah. caviar bumps in <laughs> Soho. There's also like. You know, in a in a very close up snapshot, that sounds cool. But then you start to zoom out, and you get to like the Southwest, uh, you know, snack mix, like crunched up on the floor next to him, mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. you know, like baby slobber on the on the fold down table. Yes, and then you know, it's just it's it, I, I don't know. It's not a it like you say it out loud, and it kind of sounds alluring and and a little sexy. And then you like actually start thinking about what it's like inside of a domestic flight these days. Newspapers are and huge. It's like that's eh, eh, gross. Like newspapers are like <laughs> three feet wide, and you're just you can't sit on a plane like that. How about the film? You know, you get a little bit of the film mm-hmm. on your fingers. Mm-hmm. Then you're mm-hmm. gonna have to go to the bathroom to wash that off. Yeah, before you eat your Southwest snack mix. <sighs> I had to, I think I'm over the Southwest <laughs> snack mix at this point. It makes me too thirsty. Yeah. And like when you ask oh, for Oh, you a, mean the tiny cup of water full of ice that they give you isn't enough water? It well? drives me insane. It's like, dude, you can't serve this snack mix and then serve us <laughs> this small of a like a water. Like I, I'm way too hungry. The water also inevitably comes about 25 minutes after they delivered the snack mix. And you know I don't have that type of restraint. I eat the snack mix as soon as you hand it to me. I'm just sitting there for 15 minutes like parched as hell. Yeah. And then wiping my hand on the dirty seat <laughs> underneath me. <laughs> I honestly just need to like I need to have wet wipes in my tote bag that I can just throw on under the seat in front of me. Um, all right, other things that are always in my work bag: my sunglasses case, and then I've got a I, I I've got a Nike Golf quarter zip that's like super lightweight and dry fit, but is is like my layer for when air conditioning is blowing fifty five degrees somewhere in Austin. I love that you do that. Yeah, you you have to do that. You have to have a change of some sort, especially if you have a big tote bag that that yeah. allows for it. Yeah, I don't really have anything out of the norm in mine. I, I just kind of throw anything. There's six total pockets in mine, which makes it very difficult to find anything. But there's just something about it. Classic. This coat. is the Ame one. Yeah, you got six pockets in there. Yeah, Damn. They're, they're pockets that go along the side, and they go. There's, That's nice. There's three on each side, and so it's nice until you can't find something, and then you go. You like reach your hand in, you can't find it, but it's mm. because it's really far down. Yeah. And then yeah. you check the next five pockets, only to realize <laughs> that it was in that first pocket that you first checked. Yeah. But. I don't know. There's something nostalgic about totes that I just will never be able to shake. I think it's from like my parents having LL Bean totes. When you go on vacation, that's where totes really get to shine. And that's when you build like those memories as a child. Yeah. And I just feel like there's always going to be something about me where I always just need a tote in in my life. Yeah. Um. There, so that that that's a good segue into like tote collecting because – uh, wh- how do you approach it? Are you kind of like, are you, are you going to use that online one until it kind of like is no longer usable and it's just seen its best days and then you'll replace it? Or is it something where you like want several of them? Because one of the things that, that right, like right now, you know, sale season, spring sale season is upon us. And I see a lot of stuff, you know, like this, this Marnie, uh, poly and leather tote, which I think is really cool, right? It's pretty good disc. It's pretty on pretty good discount right now, but like this stuff it, it's hard to store, mm-hmm. and then it's also not. It's not like a t-shirt. You don't. You're not swapping on and off with ease in the mornings, right? Like I don't want to like pull all my shit out of a bag and put it in another bag for the day. So it's not. It's it's not easy to like switch around. And so I, I find myself not kind of buying more bags or more totes because of the because they're hard to store. It's not easy easy to switch. And it's like, I, it's just kind of more, more trouble than it's worth. My answer to that is similar to your answer about how people should approach fast fashion. 
My approach to this is that I no longer want totes from stores where I buy a t-shirt and they nicely mm-hmm. offer a tote. Sure. I think it's a nice service. I think it's great advertising for those companies. But I have like – I mean you can go to Outdoor Voices and buy a the cheapest t-shirt they have. You could buy a pair of socks there and they will put it in one of their canvas totes and right. they will send you out the door with it. Right. Uh, I don't know how much of a concern this is in terms of just the general public, prob- probably getting overblown by the New York Times, like the other things that we've talked about today. But uh, the Times wrote an article recently about how, you know, all these tote bags are going to take way longer to decompose <laughs> than actual like, you know, paper bags that you sure. just recycle. Yeah. And so the more totes that you amass, you might actually just be increasing your carbon footprint instead of reducing <laughs> it like you think you are. That's true. That's a good point. And so for me, I think I will I think I will maybe have some some nicer totes that I keep in the rotation. But unless something devastating happens to this tote, I'm riding with it until it just looks unpresentable. And then yeah. that then it might transition into the beach bag. The beach bag or the grocery store tote. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And so at this point, I just need to figure out, maybe I just need to find my tote lineup and and figure out what kind of moves I need to make with it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Um, So beach bag, here's some things that that I wanted to cover because I just, we've talked a lot of spray tan and we've talked a lot of SPF. Yes. On this podcast. And so I feel like over the week at the beach, narrowed in on some some of the best uh, sunscreen choices. So- the the best regular sunscreen, sunbum. You got to go sunbum. Oh, I've been rocking sunbum hard this summer. Yeah, hard. Uh, this is like compared to you know your copper tones and your banana boats and all that. This feels like lotion, not greasy sunscreen. Yes, because you're still going to get the sunscreen smell and all that. So much better going on. I used sunbum the other day on the golf course, and a big hesitation for me of putting on spray sunscreen at the golf course is just having those slick hands afterwards. Oh yeah, yeah. it is. Far and away better than your banana boats and your copper tones when it comes to actually getting off of your hand. And all I had to do was wipe it on my golf towel and I was totally fine. And I'm a sunbum stan. Yep. And then uh, I I know that there is some of this floating around your place, Will, but uh, super goop for the face and for 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 your for your more specific needs. I have some super goop in my tote that is sitting by my desk right now. Uh, Sally has some super goop that is glittered. Oh, nice. She did not tell me it was glitter. <laughs> and so I went to the pool recently and uh, she put some stuff on my back, which was glittered. <laughs> and then uh, once I put it all over my body at the pool, I looked down and was like, why am I glistening right now? And sure enough, I had just like completely covered myself in all their glitter. Yeah. I didn't really hate it. Yeah. You kinda, were kind of enjoyed it. You were shining. Yeah. You were like a firework. Yeah. But yeah, their uh, their face stick came came in uh, in, in very handy. Got a lot of use. SPF 50 mineral stuff instead of the avobenzone and, and all that, which which we use on our bodies. And you just, you know, that that's what you gotta protect the most. Faces. Get the fifties. Gotta yeah, you gotta get the you gotta get the face. You gotta lock it down. But I did I did well. I did, you know, I think in on, on past trips, I get burned too quickly. Like I, I you know, I, I fly too close to the sun, literally. Mm-hmm. And then, like by days four and five, I'm I'm going like full sun shirt SPF to yeah. to, to try to make sure I don't. But you and I have talked. Damage I, my skin. Is it harder to get burned when you're older? It's harder to tan when you're older. For yeah, me. it's impossible to tan right now. So I so I, I but I I just I went heavier on the sunscreen. I I I did more coats throughout the day, and I feel like I I I went incrementally slower. But I meant I was able to be in the sun all day, and that was uh, that was a big win. Uh, or all week, excuse me, and that was a big win for me. Well, can I give you a little uh, something that you should be adding to your tote, especially your beach one? I'd love to hear it. I'm talking about Waleda Skin Food mm. from our friends over at Thrive Market. 
Thrive Market is a uh, sponsor of ours, and it's a it's a website that my wife has been using for a, an extremely long time, and something that she's gotten me on as well. When they came on board, I was very excited. You can get so much stuff from there. I even just ordered Barrett. I just I just did your skin a favor. Thank you. I ordered you and I some latest skin food, original ultra rich cream. I got uh, I did get a little diaper cream for the the little man. Sorry. And then I also got us some skin food lip butter as well. So we're about to be absolutely popping out there. I like regular food, but I especially like skin food. Exactly. Exactly. I always put this on right after I uh, get out of the sun because I think it adds a little boost to me. But uh, yeah, you can pretty much get anything you want over at Thrive Market. Finding all your grocery items in one place uh, at an affordable price is almost impossible now. But with Thrive Market, you can get everything you need and so much more. With Thrive Market, you can shop everything from healthy pantry essentials and sustainable meat and seafood to non-toxic cleaning and beauty products like I just talked about. And these are all delivered right to your door. And if you find a lower price elsewhere, Thrive Market will match it. They, Thrive Market carefully vets each and every item so you can trust if they sell it. And it's probably the highest quality available. Finding everything you need is easy on Thrive Market because you can filter by 90 plus values and lifestyles to find what works for you. You can shop by what you eat and what matters most to you. With over over 5,000 food, home, and beauty products, finding what you need is easy with Thrive Market. So if you're looking for plant-based, keto, gluten-free, zero waste, anything, Thrive Market has you covered. I was on their site today. I was looking around. You can get everything from like essential oils to chicken breast packs to just vanilla extracts, overnight oats. Essentially, if you're trying to make yourself feel better after a long weekend of eating and drinking, Thrive Market's got everything you need and it's aesthetically pleasing. It's just a great looking site with great looking products. You're, really, you're just shopping right now. Really I, nice shopping experience. I can see, yeah. I can see your eyes I, I'm, just moving. I'm on the 4th of July barbecue section. You know, we were, we were, you, you can, you can get some stuff to recover from the weekends or you can plan yourself a little, a little weekend to recover from. Yeah. Yeah, this looks wonderful. They got they got everything you need. The burger patties. I'm about the truff mayonnaise. Oh, oh, I have not. I didn't even know they had truff mayonnaise. Oh, they, I am, they, they got the truff, baby. I I was never a truffle person until I tried truff hot sauce for the first time, and now I'm somewhat addicted to truff hot sauce. Their hotter sauce is maybe a little too hot. So yeah, they they literally they got all your bases covered. You love to see it. When you join Thrive Market, you're joining a community of 1 million plus members and sponsoring a family in need. And with their fast and free carbon neutral shipping, you're also bettering the planet. Join Thrive Market today and get $80 in free groceries. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash scaries to get $80 in free groceries. Again, that's thrivemarket.com slash scaries. Thrivemarket.com slash scaries. Uh, This is not a full segment. But I was reading uh, – I'm a new subscriber to The Athletic. Okay. Uh, I did it for Manchester United Soccer News. I figured a World Cup year was a really good year to join The Athletic. Why not? And uh, they recently had something that was kind of on a topic that we've talked about. It's not totally core, but it was talking about – it was interviewing a guy who was – I guess he's on Instagram. And he is a plug for a lot of famous soccer stars. Kareem Benzema is one of them. Uh, Paul Pogba, I think, was one of them. And the first quote that this guy had in the column was just something that I, I knew it needed to be a part of retail therapy. I just didn't know how. He said, quote, if you feel good walking into the game wearing Chanel trainers with the Goyard and Louis Vuitton wash bag, you're going to play better. It's <laughs> as simple as that, man. If you look good, you feel good, and you're going to play well. And I was like, dude, yes, yes. Do you, have, you seen, have you seen what the soccer players walk in with when they come in? 
Well, I, I mean, based on your description, I, I, I understand what you're talking about because a lot of the NBA guys walk in with those those wash bags as well with their dop kits. Basically. Yeah. So for the longest time, I thought these soccer players were walking in. People would call them boot bags. And so I always assumed that they just put their brand new cleats in there. But I've su- I realized after watching some Amazon Prime now, Manchester City stuff, yeah. that no, they do not carry their own shoes in. These shoes are stored somewhere. They right. are taken care of by somebody. <laughs> they, they are not touching them. Uh, and yeah, they're just walking in with their wash bags. Yeah. Uh, the Peter Crouch podcast, which is probably my favorite podcast going, they talked about this for a while and I started thinking about like, oh man, I kind of just want like a really high end dop kit that I just carry around with me everywhere. Like I'm a soccer <laughs> player and I don't even know. It's essentially, it's just a smaller tote bag at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, probably also unnecessary because you might imagine, or I guess maybe if you're visiting, maybe if you're on the visiting side, you, you, you know, you need your, your own stuff. If you're at home, I'm sure you got all your all your preferred amenities and, and grooming products in your locker, right? You would think that you would keep them in your locker. They did say during the podcast when they were explaining what it was, because yeah. they, they, the reason they talked about it was because so many people are always uh, thinking that it's cleats. Cleats, them. okay. Um, th- they were saying that a lot of them, like a lot of these training grounds or a lot of these stadiums, they just have terrible products. Like a lot, some of them don't even have shampoo for the away teams and okay. stuff. So you Jeez. have to go in and roll yeah. in with your good stuff. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, 100%, I am a full believer in the look good, play good philosophy of, you know, so whether it's just like, whether it's pros arriving to the stadium, I've got a thing, I probably have mentioned this before on on Club Cool talking about like gym outfits and gym kits and stuff like that. But like, I, when I go to the gym, I just feel better and feel like I perform better when I've got a Nike check on literally every piece of my body. <laughs> See, Shoes, socks, shorts, uh, compression shorts, and shirt. When like when everything is Nike, I just like the way that feels. Like, And I know that's insane. But it kind of makes I you like feel it. like you're like a sponsored athlete when you're you doing know, you that just, kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, you just look good, feel good. Or feel good, play good. We've got uh, 10,000 as a sponsor on Circling Back. And I was very new to 10,000. I'd been marketed to them on Instagram a lot of times before they came on as a sponsor. Yeah. And now that I've worn their stuff, like, yeah, I to- I want to be just 10,000 out the entire time. I, I, yeah. I love yeah. it. Yeah, I feel it. And, and you might be, you might see me get a Goyard, uh, you know, wash bag that I'm just going to be taking to uh work every day so i i believe the some listeners can correct me if i'm i'm wrong here but i'm pretty sure the only way to get goyard is to go to france yeah uh, my plan was to go to a sketchy part of new york city and uh-huh. uh buy one in a back room somewhere <laughs> okay. that was maybe at a very deep discount gotcha but gotcha. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah i i tried to take a look into we were on south congress earlier today just driving through and i tried to take my first look into the hermes store yeah it just anytime the store is closed and they still have the i don't even know what you'd call it like the whatever you see in airports at tsa that are separating people like the like the like the the um oh the the, the line the queue yeah like the queue, they the, still the, had that they weren't even open yet they just it, had it. that out i was like yeah i'm never going in that store <laughs> the ropes the yeah li- yeah the queue ropes like if you have that when you're closed that means that you have a line no matter what like you have a line before <laughs> you open and that is something i do not want to be a part of I, it's all for show. I, I think that if you had popped in there on uh, Tuesday at noon, you, you could have just gone in. <sighs> this, I mean, yeah, I think I probably could have gone. Tuesday morning doesn't feel like too big of a this, time. Especially because, you know, that that Hermes storefront is really just the one for the GP, mm-hmm. you know, for the, yeah. the Congress walkers. Yep. It's really one back behind that you have to – that's not marked. It's only for exclusive shoppers. You have to spend a million lifetime at Hermes. Nobody knows about it. You know, that's the one that you really want to ask. I've only worn something from Hermes one time and I was scared 
out of my like mind the entire time because I forgot my tie to a wedding and somebody said, I have one you can borrow. And when he gave it to me, I was like, dude, don't do this. Don't, don't put this responsibility on me. I do not need this nice, <laughs> nice tie. I will ruin it with probably anything. Was it, you popped that thing off as soon as the reception Immediately. started. And I was like, put yeah. this, I, I was like, please put this in your jacket pocket. I cannot, I cannot be a part of this anymore. Uh, is it time for wish list updates uh, yeah, or, yeah. or imminent cops? You already, actually, you already kind of so, teased yours. Yeah, I think you should lead off. Today. Yeah. Okay. So I did mention the, here, let me get these pulled up. I, cause I'm not sure I, I put them on this. Oh yeah. We had, didn't have video last time. Um, so I mentioned the Isabel Morant version of the, uh, Birkenstock Boston clog, which, um, you know, I've, I've been wanting a pair of Boston's or something very similar for, for quite some time. Uh, and I had a pair from a, another brand called Yucatan that just didn't work out for my feet. So, so these were at the top of my list. And I said that they were on sale, but I just needed like an extra discount on top of them from one of the sites that, that, uh, that had them. And literally the next week there, there was an extra 25% off shot bop. Yes. And I, and I, and I pulled trig on the, uh, on the Mervin sandal from Isabel Moran in this, in this kind of light topi suede. And I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm stoked on it. I'm proud of you, Barrett. Yeah, I'm very yeah. happy about this. So they, you know, they, they came into the, into the, the price point that I was looking for and, and they became a, an imminent cop. I'll be getting some clogs, uh, when the temperature gets beneath 70 degrees regularly. Yeah. So, you know, that, that's, that's the thing about summer in Texas, right? It's like even these, which for most people are like a, could very well be a spring summer choice, maybe sockless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not 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 here. Not I got yeah. I, I I got to pump the brakes on my my need for clogs right now. Yeah. Um. So that that did become my 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 last wish list update did become an imminent cop and and they are sitting at home now. Yeah. And I you know I don't have a ton to add this week. You know, there's 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 always like something floating around in shopping carts. So what I did want to bring up, you know, we've we've kind of covered we've covered two both of the things that that are are related here. Uh, we've covered the Grateful Dead on today's podcast, and then we've also covered uh, beach bags and beach totes and, and what's inside them. Um, so you know we love a insane James Purse uh, item. Let's go. You know, they've got the $5,000 Teak chess set from one of our Christmas wish lists. And now they've got some beach towels that I, I just, I don't think you're going to find a better beach towel than this. Let me, uh, oh, I'm so wh- excited. Where is, where is my link? Where is my link? Jeez. See, this is, this is the problem when you're a tab boy. Hey, don't, you don't lo- even apologize. You Barrett. get lost in the sauce. You're so efficient with this stuff that I, if you, if you have a, a brief stint where you can't find it, I'm not even going to blame you because you have <laughs> saved me so many times by just pulling stuff up without even me having to ask. All right, here we go. <laughs> Here's 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 uh, my 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 most recent addition to oh, the. Oh man, why the would they do this? Why would they release a three hundred twenty five dollar Grateful Dead beach towel? Beach towel, <laughs> like like <laughs> this is everything. This is everything that they would stand against in their heyday. They just, yeah, yeah, yeah. So did, did the Grateful Dead stuff just get put in public domain? Is that what no, happened? No, no. But they have a, and I well, <coughs> hmm. I may have already said too much. Let me just say this: they've got a team. Their licensing department team is willing to work with basically anybody and actively pursues 
many, many, many deals and collaborations. Okay. That yeah. makes sense then because the way that I looked at it, you see so many so many collaborations and they, they were so really anti-establishment for a long time that it kind of yeah. – I kind of had the idea in my mind that it had either entered the public domain or they just didn't care to the point where they were just like, you know what? Like anybody can do anything they want with our stuff because we're the Grateful Dead and it doesn't matter. Well, right. And everyone's if, and, equal. And it's basically like if you agree to their licensing terms and like the revenue share or whatever, whatever the agreement might entail, they're like, yeah, sure. I, you know, I, I think the, there is an, there is an approval process. They do need to like double check what you're going to make and, and make sure that it's like follows brand guidelines and, and oh, all of that. Interesting. But okay. basically I'm pretty sure that they don't, as long as you have like a cohesive pitch and tell them what you're going to do and they say, okay, and you're cool with their terms, they will let you put the Grateful Dead stuff on, on, on anything you want. Like a, a, a $325 like a, beach like towel from James Purse. Beach towel from James Purse. Yeah. I'm going to say this, this is, this is a hashtag retail problem. My least favorite thing in the world was when we would get old, we would get James Purse shipments in. They do not pack their stuff very well. Mm -hmm. They just throw the stuff into a giant <laughs> box and then let you sort it out later. And then you, we would have to inspect everyone and take it out, open the tag, put a tag in it, and then shut it and then Ooh. put it away again. It was my least favorite thing when I was working inventory to receive James Purse. It was just such a beating. Well, these towels, I do just want to add, you know, I don't know if I told you this yet, but they they are 100% Japanese cotton and they are made in Japan. They're just like pandering to me at this point. <laughs> They're like, dude, get the, get this towel. Like, you know, I just just let me paint a picture for you. You know, you're 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 on your way to the beach and your Aqua de Parma fragrance I know what you're doing right now. I know face. what you're doing right now and I don't appreciate it. We we had a segment and, previously on this podcast where Barrett convinced people to buy something that they didn't necessarily need and that's what you're doing right now to me and I don't like it. You just look over at your, at your seat and this and this Japanese cotton beach towel is just poking out of out of your recently acquired uh you know Marnie beach tote. I might have to I wish Father's Day didn't just happen cuz like this would have been on the list. <laughs> I yeah, actually do it, have. This good, is kind of absurd, but it is. You know, it, I'm it's, into it. It's cool. It's cool. I do have good news. Something on my wish list has been purchased, and then it was purchased in the best way possible with someone else's money. That yeah. well, technically, what's mine is hers, but it's not on my credit card statement, so therefore, I don't have to think about it. Sally has purchased the wine glasses for me from uh, the, the Rydell. Rydell, yeah, there you go. She purchased those for me from my wish list for Father's Day, and I've been enjoying some uh, some First Leaf wines. Another sponsor of this pod who sent me a very large box of red wine, and I have been uh, I've been very much enjoying them. They are hilariously big. They're much larger than I ever anticipated <laughs> them being, but I kind of dig it. So I'm I'm just in on those right now. But I have added something this week. Uh, not long ago, I lost my Bluetooth speaker. It was very upsetting. I thought that it was gone forever. In the week that it took me to find my Bluetooth speaker, I went all in on shopping for Bluetooth speakers. And what I found was that I found one that is out of way out of my price range of what I wanted, but it is so good looking that it's just been taking up real estate in my head. And now I just really need it in my beach tote. I'm talking about a Bang & Olufsen waterproof Bluetooth speaker. This thing is just a little tiny disc. It costs you a, just a cool $279, but it comes in some very nice colors, which is why I was kind of interested by it. They've got a gray mist that kind of matches all your Apple products. Okay. They have a uh, they have a black one that looks like you know all your other Apple products. And they also <laughs> have this green one that is uh, – everyone knows I like a good hunter green, especially oh, with the, yeah. the tan leather strap. But there's something about this speaker that's going to be very difficult to shake before, you know – 
before long. So I, if you guys see me flexing with a brand new Bluetooth speaker anytime soon, this is why. I couldn't take my eyes off of it. Well, I mean, you know, it, it's all about context, right? And so I, I've actually just framed it for you perfectly because this costs, what, 18, 20% less than the beach towel I just showed That's you. That's true. That's so, true. Yeah. You know? And if you think about my cost per use on a Bluetooth speaker, exactly, I mean, right. if, it's per minute, more, like this is going to go down rapidly. Much more reasonable, um, you know, usage of funds, I would say. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, I've been, I've been, I've put a, I've put a, a hard stop on purchasing any major clothing items for the rest of the summer. I think my wardrobe is shaped up. So unless anything just pops out of nowhere. But I do think that I, there could be some bandwidth. I, I almost feel like now I'm going to try to sabotage my current Bluetooth speaker. But I will <laughs> say that, that my old Bluetooth speaker may just reside in my golf bag for the rest of time. And yeah. I might just need to find an, an, a one that I can pop out and, you know, just toss toss next to my, my Grateful Dead towel on the beach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well... <sighs> Another one in the books. Uh, to everyone out there who was uh, expecting a normal episode, I, I would apologize, but I think you've gotten uh, just a serious amount of really good content today. So I'm not going to apologize too much. And uh, yeah, to everyone out there who's been enjoying retail therapy, thank you guys for following along. We've been having fun doing it. Any closing thoughts today, Barrett? Uh, that that covers it for me, man. We did get it. We did. We got a lot in today. There are a lot of a lot of good a lot of good. I good feel like talk. it's been good, it's good been chat. forever since you and I have gotten together. Why so I, I feel like this was a perfect setup for us to get back on the same page. All right, we'll be back. Uh, I'll be back next week with a normal episode, and then the week after that, uh, unless Barrett's got any scheduling issues, uh, I'm, I think I'm, I'm still planning on recording on the fifth of July. We okay. might just have hoarse voices and uh, maybe some some sunburned skin. I, I hope so. All right, Barrett. I'll see you later. Bye bye.